welcome to the uh, the Ocean Water Podcast. And uh, today I have uh, my good friend um, Francisco Rosales. Francisco has been uh, a pastor of Life Church in San Salvador for eight years. Him and his wife Tessie um, Paco ha- uh, is has also been educated here in the United States. He was born in El Salvador and is um, spent some time here in in the states getting some education and um, is a wonderful uh, pastor and leader. He knows uh, both fluent English and Spanish. And then just on a, on a personal note, has grown to be one of my closest friends in the last few years. We met in 2016. Uh, I went on, uh, on a trip with Andrew LaSalle through Saddleback to help Juan, uh, Pastor Juan in the Capitol do some peace training. Andrew asked me to tag along because I had been to your country uh, a couple years prior to that and we met at a pastor's meeting there and you actually asked me to go surfing and then we did and got some great waves in fact this photo that I have behind me today yes it's a good photo but that's that's a picture of me surfing in Paco's country this is a spot that Paco took Drew Tevez and I to called Punta Roca it's like the best wave in El Salvador and that was a little shot so just for a little context there and uh, we're such good friends that that Paco and his wife Tessie actually traveled to California and they have stayed in Maria and I's home for about two weeks, a few times. And they've also stayed next door to one of our, one of my closest friends, Paul Coppice's house up in Mission Viejo. So it's just awesome to talk with you today, dude. And uh, just, just thank you for your oh. time, brother. Still. No, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. I, I do. I do enjoy being here and I am very happy to, to help you out in whatever I can. And, uh, yes, I remember the time we met, and it was like a God-given thing because you weren't supposed to be here, like to meet me or to hang out with me. But nope. it, we we end up having a great time. Uh, it's a great story, actually, and I think I it's like it's 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 unbelievable how God can how like God put us together. Yeah, yeah. So much so that so much so that my father went on. Yeah. The last trip when we went down March 5th to the 10th, my, my dad came with me, 74 years old, and then you yeah. took me, and I, and, and I got to meet your dad. And so I, yeah. I, have, I have a cool photo of us, two brothers, two fathers. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah. really fun. I, yeah. I am a little bummed that I'm not able to see you. We, we had planned on you and Tessie being up here in, in San Clemente in June. Of course, we had to reschedule that because of all of this. I'm sure we're going to get into some other things, but for, our, but for our listeners today who might not know you, when, when you're at home, what's your favorite thing to eat? To eat? Yeah. Well, I like, I like fruits. I like papayas. I like uh, melons. Um, I like having, um, you know, seeds, papayas in the morning, um, some bacon, you know, I know it's a weird mix, but I like, uh, we, we were just having brunch with my wife and she cooked bacon, uh, French toast with some, uh, with some almonds on top and then papaya on the side with melon and yogurt. So that to me, it's a perfect breakfast. And I just had it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So Paco, how did you, how did you get into being a pastor? Well, you, you got to ask the Lord that question <laughs> yeah. because he, he called me into this. It's, it's like, it's like Moses, you know, he called me in. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I, I'm a good speaker. I don't know if I should do this. And then he just kept 
kept on, you know, pushing me in, in many ways, you know, how God will speak to your life. Uh, to me, it's not like, well, I had prophets come and say, you know, this is, this is what you're supposed to be doing. But also on the personal level, I, I, I needed a confirmation, you know, that God will speak to me. And it's not like I heard God's voice, but the circumstances led to that. And, and, and then I got, I got uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that's when everything like changed. And then I realized this is what I really want to do for my life. Before that, you know, before that was when I was 16 years old. Uh, and before that, it was just like, you know, people telling me this is what you're called to, this is what you're called to. But I, I mean, all that information just went by, you know, I, I was not relating to that at all. Like, it's like God was telling me in advance that that was going to happen, but I didn't believe it. And then, and then I got baptized in the Holy Spirit <clears throat> to, you know, I mean, after, after that situation, the whole thing changed. And then I, then I realized, yes, I'm going to take this, I'm going to accept this, and I'm going to start pursuing that career and then wow it's like another 15 years later i i started my own church yeah like yes. here in the country full time yeah <laughs> your church is awesome uh thank you man yeah it's it's great we, we love going uh the last time i have one of my favorite one of my favorite photos of all of all time uh sitting there in the front of your church after Drew spoke and it was Drew and it was you and it was my dad and yep. it was Adam Watts and Mark Bell and Bobby Ramsey and uh, your church is amazing and it's uh, it's an honor to be your friend and just to see how God's using me there um, in the capital. What, 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 is, what is one thing that you, that you wish you knew um, now that you wish you knew when you started? There are no patterns to follow. Like, yeah, um, I think I think I really fail at the very beginning because I thought this is how church looks like and this is what I should be doing. <laughs> so, you know, we need a kids ministry, we need a youth ministry, we need this, we need this, we need this, and that really like you know got me really tired, really exhausted, and and then you realize church is not really about that, you know, and and. And it was actually till I was hanging out with you guys, with you, that you taught me more about the relationships and how relationships can really take you further. And that it's not about having a service, a full-blown service, although we, as you've seen it, we've been able to manage that. But now that I have it, uh, you know, a full band and, and, and the whole thing, and we have a great presentation and we have a great time and a great host, but you realize, okay, so we're, we're already here, but it's not about this. It's about relationships and how much you care for people and how much you can do for others and how much you, you, you can get into people's life and help them out in their personal stuff. And so I think I fell into the trap of, 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 of following a pattern just because that's what you see all over the country and that's what they're doing. And I thought, well, that's what I should be doing. But in like, I think today, even more so today that you're asking, uh, church is not being held in a big auditorium or with a band or all that, you know, it's so much different. And, and I like it because now it's a more like a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. And so I, and I do enjoy the one-on-one -on -one time. And so I, I think <coughs> I was following a pattern more, more than something personal and, and custom made for, 
who I want to reach. Yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I, I really enjoy the the one-on-one -on -one time that I get with people as a pastor. Some of my favorite times with you have been after we served driving around in your truck with our shirts off, drinking coconuts and <laughs> just cruising around. That is so true. Yeah, that is great. so true. And I wish, and I really wish that, uh, you know, not much of my culture, not much of my uh, church congregation is it's a surfer, um, but I do like the relaxed vibe that you get with, with surfers' friends and, and how do you get to relax and like to say, you know, just, be in the back of a truck, no shirts, you know, after a great session, you, you're all pumped and then you're having a coconut and then you just, you just spend great time. And I wish I had more of that with my congregation, but, you know, it's, it's kind of hard. Uh, but I really wish I could do that more. I, I really enjoy those times and, and I think I treasure those times. Yeah, that's one of the reasons it's so fun to hang out with uh, with Aaron over there in El Zante. I know he comes to your church. He's a, he's a bro. He's a wonderful guy, and and so we're thankful when you get a chance to connect with people that way. Um, so in this time, just so people understand, in in El Salvador right now with with COVID nineteen, the restrictions are much um, stricter. They're and they're harder, and so. In this time, so what are you what are you interested in right now? Like, what are you curious about? What are you interested in in life right now, and just kind of in this season? Well, um, first of all, it was all about like the first two weeks was about um, finding a way to gather with my church without being physical, without being there with them for gathering at the church, and so I I came up with all this setup. I put lights and I put a camera and I, and I tried to figure out the first few days I, I recorded it on a, on a cell phone. Um, but then my battery was just dying every time. And so now I got a, I got a pretty good, good setup. And that was, that took like the first three weeks of, 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 of the quarantine. I was just trying to make sure how I could uh, project and have a, a good a time meeting for everybody and have participations and we will be doing dynamics or, or just asking questions through the phone and the broadcast and get, getting people to, to, to connect with us in this regard. And that took, you know, most of my time. I finally got it done. I finally got it nailed and to the point that we can run this thing smoothly. Um, because we don't know, like you said, in El Salvador, um, it's been very severe quarantine, very serious, serious lockdown. It's like the streets are empty. You don't get to go out unless you have a purpose. And if police will stop you and you don't have a reason to be out there, or if you're going to the pharmacy or if you have a, a medical uh, issue, then you're not supposed to be out there and they'll take you to jail or a quarantine. In the center and you don't want to be there you'd rather be at home and so um it, it's been very very serious and so we've been stayed we, we have stayed inside the house and then after those 15 after i was able to set this up i started uh fixing my house you know because you're stuck in your house like you know until this thing is over and we don't know when that's going to be over so i mean so just so just so everyone understands um when paco says that he's been working on his house he has like probably the best home like wood shop 
<laughs> that I've ever seen of anyone that I know personally. And that guy can build anything. And, um, and if you had ever visited his church in the Capitol and then you realize he's done a lot of the work himself and it's like the highest quality. So uh, you're, uh, you're oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's the highest quality. It's just like, you know, I love working with my hands. I, love uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying thanks because every time I get done hanging out with you, my wife kind of gives me that look like, how come you can't, you know, build stuff like that dude. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm a total idiot. Nah, I, I don't go for quality. I just do for practicality, you know, and so it's quality, dude. It's quality. And my house is like, my house is in need of work. And I've been waiting for a long time to just, you know, have time to fix the roof, fix whatever. And so now that I, I'm locked in, I've been able finally to, to do it. And I enjoy it because, you know, it's like a hobby to me. It's like surfing. I enjoy doing that a lot, too. Yeah. So <clears throat> speaking of surfing, you and I do love the, love the ocean and, and both love surfing. And uh, you, you and Drew and I have, have formed a friendship exclusively around waves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. Yes. <laughs> Which is fine. Yes. God uses all sorts of different things to help people be, be, uh, become friends. And, and, um, but also, you know, um, what is kind of your, your understanding of like the current water situation in, in, in El Salvador? Well, I'll say like in the capital is like it's, it's completely different than what it is back in Palmarcito or the coast. Yeah, because um, it's more salty water. It's really hard to get clean water unless you have your own system because the like the public system, the one that the government gives out is not enough to give uh, good water, good quality water. Not not even let's not even talk about drinking water because they, the government's not able to do that. Uh, you got to purchase your own water here in the capital we have i think we have a pretty good uh decent amount of, of flow of water uh, that comes through the pipes from the you know from the streets and we get to filter it in some way or or put it in a cistern so that whenever there, the water there's there's a water uh, shortage we can use our cistern systems to you know shower and all that stuff but back down in in the in the in this in the coastline it's really rough because uh people don't have cisterns and they don't have systems like that to run a reserve a, a water reservoir and and they don't they don't um filter the water they usually buy their drinking water so it's like a five gallon jug for per 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 week maybe that a family has to purchase and it will cost around four 450 or so yeah um, and again the difference is we're at a higher altitude so here is not as hot as it is down there but once you're at sea level it's like really hot you're sweating all the time and this guys like when we talk to when we talk about our, our community in Palmarcito they surf every every morning they're they're worn out they're exhausted and given that of that shortage of, of water they don't drink enough water, so they end up with a lot of, um, uh, you know, like headaches, health issues, like headaches, uh, insuff uh, uh, insufficiency, 
um, they they get uh, problems in their eyes, problems in their in their skin because of not being able to drink as as much water as they should. <clears throat> and also, you you made a comment that the price of a five gallon water in at the coast in El Salvador is four dollars and fifty cents to five dollars. So here in the U.S., a five dollar container of water would be a dollar twenty-five. So to so people can understand the economic disparity there. If you have oh, yeah. if you have a family, it, like there's there's uh, there's thirty-eight families in Palmerito, and if the average family makes five hundred dollars, you know, U.S. a month or or three to $500 US a month or even less. And you have people that are spending four times the amount that someone would spend, like say in, the, in California on water, there's an economic incentive to not drink water. And so that's why a lot of people drink soda there because it's cheaper than water. <laughs> yeah, soda or beer. Or beer is, is cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, and in, in, yep. in, in, and I think even in your case, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys can drink from the tap. Yes, and and I I wouldn't do that here. I mean, I, we used to do it when we were kids. You know, we were playing around uh, on the street after you know playing soccer for a while, and we all run into whatever closest tap we had, and we drink water. But now that I know what comes into from the from the water from the streets, then I mm -hmm. I I filter the water before I drink it, and and that's here in the capital, but down there, they, they, they are not, they cannot do that. It, it's full of chlorine and it's not good for, for their system, for their, for their bodies. And so they got a really rough time. Uh, and I, I think they don't even understand the, the need for drinking water, like the, how our body is in need of it. Um, and so that's why the, the prices are so high and people are okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so you and I, the, in in 2016 you of course have lived there your entire life i came uh, on a on a bicycle ride in in, two, in the um early early 2011 i was riding my bicycle through el salvador and for those of you who are new to this i was on a journey myself and for about a year i rode my bicycle from from canada across canada the u.s and then down to colombia and on that journey i had gone through el salvador i had always wanted to come back and then I had been asked by a friend to go there and then I met you and then we we started a friendship and kind of a journey together as friends figuring yeah. out how to best help and yeah. we've gone very slow uh, and that's been a really good thing and I think a lot of times people are in a hurry to, to try to do something you know, which I think is a good intention, but sometimes if you're in a hurry to do something and it's not done relationally, especially when um, it's important to do that in a culture where it's important to go slow. So that's, that's a journey that you and I have been on together, praying and uh, being friends with, with people for a long, long time. I know you and, you and Tessie, uh, well, Tessie, Grew up going on vacation to Palmerito with her family when she was a kid, you know, and, and yeah. we spent a lot of time there. You guys, people may people may not know this, but you and Tessie have gone to Palmerito like over for over a, a year ago, starting to teach English classes and 
going surfing with people and just spending time there and being and being in people's lives and, and a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of good things have have started to come out of that. So can you tell people a little bit about like what our relationship like how you're involved with ocean water and what our what our relationships like um well i think it was a god-given thing to put us together we at the moment we were trying to to get into the surfing community and we were looking for a place and then you mentioned palmarcito um and then we started just hanging out at palmarcito because we we always knew about this place but we were not hanging out there as much as before we met you guys and 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 then we started hanging out and with your collaboration we started making good friendships and now we know the entire community now we we know everybody we've helped them through this quarantine as well uh we have we kept in touch we have been doing zoom meetings with them uh and it's just it feels like a family all together yeah i don't i, I couldn't i couldn't even say you know like what's our like if you ask me what's our relationship with ocean water, Palmacito and, and, and Life Church is like there are no organizations. It's just a, a big, a really nice group of friends that love hanging out and surfing together. Uh, so that was it. That, that's our, our, our relationship. Like I, I try to help them and, and they, they teach me as well. And, and, and we learn from you guys. And it's like a very nice dynamic that we got going on. Um, and so I think, yeah, for me, the relationship that there is, I mean, there's a lot of um, social help involved. We're working with the, with the water filtering system. We also have a, a, the, the ramp, ramp. We have the, the there's a, a, a roof structure where we can meet. And there are other plans, you know, for, for the next years coming ahead. You know, we're dreaming about doing like a center for the community where they can do so many other things, but it's all based on relationships. So it's like, like you say, you know, it's been taking, I think it's a lot of time and, and then all building these kind of centers is not, it shouldn't take that long, but at the same time, like you said, you know, we've been facing our, our rhythm and we are trying to connect, trying to see what's best. If we can find another property, uh, what will help more the community, uh, so I like that because it's like very slow. And in the meantime, as we trying to, to filter water and to give all this uh, aid to the community, we are building great relationships. We're finding now who's a leader, who's a natural born leader and who's <laughs> yeah. gonna be, uh, who has the, 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 the desire to help us in this regard, who has a spiritual also inclination to help out and and I think that's the best way to do any kind of community project, you know, slow and getting to know. Yeah, I've, I've just complete, I completely enjoyed all my time getting to know you. And, and I think sometimes it's so important to remember that, you know, if you just focus on having great relationships with people, so many great things can happen out of that, you know, and, yeah. And uh, I think about how close Drew and I feel. I know, I know, ocean water and aloha and and life and, but it's not about any of that. It's about our friendship and the brotherhood that we have. And 
And it's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's been a wonderful learning thing for, for me as well. And, and I just, I just enjoy being around you guys so much. I talk to, I talk to you all the time. I talk to Drew all the time. I talk to Kurt all the time. I, I surf with Bobby every other day. So we just keep, we just keep the tribe going. I see Adam all the time, Mark, our whole crew, you know, and, um, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, dude. Um, yeah, you're, you're a very, uh, very lucky guy you have a great i mean and again it's like you have a great team around you but at the same time that you're a friend so it's like man it's like a win-win you have so much treasure you know around you and whenever time you got we get uh to hang out with you guys because you're down here we we have a blast and now i can even include some popo into the mix he enjoys it so much as well and uh we it's, it's such a shame that you know we're so far away and we only get to hang out like five or two times a year yeah <clears throat> one of the things that i've i i i agree god has put the most wonderful people in both of our lives and i think something i've understood as i'm getting older is like the responsibility of that and that's why when i think about how we've met and i think about how the culture that we have and, and how good of friends we are, so much good can come out of that. And when I think about the 38 families that we've tried to help in Palmercito, I know that there's other pockets of 38 families in the world. There are these other places, these little forgotten areas that have 20 families and 30 families. And so I really oh, for sure. kind of leaned into the responsibility of trying to stay open to how God might want to use our friendships, you know, to see more young people mobilized, uh, you know, as well as I do, a lot of the young people that are coming up in church are just bored out of their mind. And so one of, one of my prayers is that through our relationships and our leadership, that a lot of those young people will start to see the world as a place they can go into and make a difference. And, and um, so. That's right. That's right. It's been great. It's been great. I, um, you have so much to share and so much to offer. And, um, someone told me the other day how good it was. Um, well, to have you on, I, I also interviewed, uh, some Papo and, and in so many ways, the listeners here in California get the most set of hearing you and I talk. And part of it is because, uh, we're cross-cultural and, you know, two languages. I should know Spanish. I'm, my wife knows Spanish. It's <laughs> not cool. That, that totally needs to change. But I really, uh, Hermano, I want to thank you for your time. Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. This has been great. Thank you for having me. I love it. Thank you. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll do this again soon, brother. I, I love you and, and uh, give my best to Tessie today. Thank you, brother. I also want to say that I enjoy, you know, talking to you. This is almost like talking to you. And that's why I love about Everything that we do is like there are organizations behind us, but it all ends up being a great relationship and just, you know, talking with my friend, hanging out, you know, learning, getting to know each other, which is like really what it all should come down to. And so I, I enjoy this as well. And it's, it's, it's almost like a normal conversation that we have every time. Yep. So thanks for calling, man. You got it. Have a great rest of the day, man. Build away. <laughs> you too, brother. Okay. Love all right. Me. Bye. Yep.